0: and supporting it and being part of it. we got uh, quite a few visitors tonight, and we just thank God for you. Every person that's here is special to us, and especially you're special to God. And so we thank you. You're encouraging us by being here with us. Thank you, and thank the Amen. Lord. And i uh, got a thought I want to share with you. I won't read it, but it's in the second chapter of the book of Deuteronomy. If you want to read it, I'll just quote a little bit of it. After the children of Israel uh, come across the Red Sea and they didn't go by faith into the Promised Land and they'd started into the wilderness, they came to a mountain called Seir. Seir means rough. The Bible said, We compassed Mount Seir many days. And then the Lord spoke to them and said, You have compassed this mountain long enough, turn you northward. Now, a couple points I want to make. Have you ever felt like you were in a rough place in life and facing a mountain? Did you ever feel like your life was going in circles? That's what was happening to the children of Israel. I'm going to tell you something. Based on the gospel and what this man's been preaching to us this week in this revival, based on the gospel, you don't have to keep facing a mountain and going in circles. If you'll follow the Lord, you can put it behind you and move on. And uh, God's got some good things for us, and all we have to do to have those good things is obey the Lord. And uh, I praise God he's given us revival. Let's all stand for just a moment as we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you that you have direction for us. Uh, You can tell us and you do tell us what we need to do and where we need to go. God, help us to follow you tonight. God, help us each one that's here to just obey you and uh, follow your direction and your leadership. And God, thank you for the revival that we're in. And uh, thank you for the blessings. And God, how uplifting, how reviving it is. Thank you each, for each visitor, God. And thank you even for those that are watching on the live stream. God, we praise you tonight, and we thank you for your goodness toward us. You're so good to us. We thank you and praise you in Jesus' name, and amen. You may be seated, and we'll turn the service over to the choir. Brother Taylor
1: eight where <laughs>
2: I didn't think we would be able to be here tonight. Uh, we're going on vacation, and we were getting everything ready, and I told my wife, I said, man, we don't have anything packed. We've been running all week and didn't have anything packed, anything ready, and uh, I come home, and she had everything packed. She had the van washed. And it was full of gas. She cleaned out the inside, came and got the oil changed today. And uh, she said, you need to be at church tonight. Yeah. Yeah. And
3: uh,
2: I'm thankful yeah. that I can be here. Yeah. Um, I'm thankful yeah. for somebody. Yeah. When, when you try to find somebody to get married to, yeah. make sure that God's involved. Yeah. Because, man, it's yeah. so much sweeter when you can share it with somebody. Yeah. And I'm, I'm surely thankful to be here tonight. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like the least yeah. among yeah. you be able to stand in front of you, but... Um, I am surely thankful to be here. Yeah. If you'd all stand. Anybody have an unspoken prayer request? Anybody have a spoken prayer request? Yeah, man. I
0: right. appreciate uh, God knows what we need, and if we'll just mind him, he'll sure bless us with it. Amen.
2: Amen.
3: Amen. Remember that?
2: Remember that? Remember that? Uh, Remember wallpawks schools we're trying to get life wise into the school and uh, they need one more vote so just remember that anybody else not last levi do some prayer I'd like to ask if anybody has any special songs or testimony. We've had a lot of good ones this week. Shit, that song. Anybody else got anything on their heart? I'm right. Anyway, Blaine, did I mention? Gracias.
4: really pray for us. me mm-hmm.
5: Sure. I do This world gets more again every day. People's hearts have grown cold, forgotten how to pray. If I live to be a hundred, I'll keep hope. Take me home To that promised land Lord, I want to be What you want me to be Lord, I want to do The things you want me to do And Lord center of thy will When I'm in the lowest valley I can't
2: climb the high sitting there thinking and I was uh, reading Romans this week and you know the very first chapter says in here it says for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ and I'm thankful for the oak trees that have built this church that weren't ashamed of the gospel how many times have you walked in the church and somebody come up and give you a big old hug and they say I'm I'm happy you're here how many times has somebody preached the gospel up in the pulpit and I'm thankful for the people that weren't ashamed of it.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to Terry.
0: Hey man, Boy, just my heart's just overflowing tonight. I appreciate the great spirit I can feel. Uh, good to see everybody here, and I thank God for all the good songs, and bless my heart, and uh, for Brother Andrew opening up service. And when I saw Andrew here tonight, it blessed me. And I, you know, I didn't think he was going to be here, and he wasn't thinking he's was going to be. And then after I saw him and God blessed me, and God said, uh, get him to open up. I said, all right, Lord. And uh, boy, uh, God had that fixed. And when he got up and opened up and explained everything, it, I felt heaven move. And appreciate him cheering that scripture. I'm glad, like Andrew, I'm glad I'm not ashamed of the gospel. If you're here tonight and you've never been saved, you need to get saved tonight. And if you're here and you've been saved and you have been living for the Lord, well, I tell you, it's high time to get in. So I want you to pray, pray, pray. Again, glad to have everybody here. I want you to just give your undivided attention and lift this preacher up with your prayers. It's our privilege to turn over to Brother Israel Douglas.
3: Yeah. Follow the Lord, bud. Uh,
6: I'm wrestling with this and I just do uh, yeah. do one more. Amen. 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 You pray for us, so, yeah. This song that god brought it to my mind last night i didn't really uh, feel like singing it and uh man it just won't leave me tonight i don't i don't have that real beating heart sensation but i got just a just a little inkling that uh, i just feel like there might be somebody here tonight that uh, might be saved but you've kind of Walked away from God. Uh, I've been there, and uh, uh, but you know, even when I when I did that, God never left me. I I, I knew He was still right there
2: because
6: uh, I believe Israel. We can't get away from Him once we've been saved. That's uh, We can't get away from Him. He's always. And I did, I know Donnie, you had a request to pray for you this morning, and man, I just. God just uh, put that on my heart to pray for you I don't know what it was but uh, but it's good uh, God works that way but uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and this song talks about uh, when I came to God I thought maybe all my troubles were over but uh, they weren't and I you know I if you watch somebody's life uh, long enough uh, I haven't seen anybody that doesn't have troubles here no. there, pass their way whether it be sickness or mm-hmm. A death, uh, yeah. and it—if you're here tonight and you've kind of left God in the background, uh, yeah. if He speaks to you, once you have come to this altar, no matter if Israel's preaching or just whatever He calls you, uh, it's not going to bother Him. I, I hated cutting cut in front of him. I, I just—I uh, just couldn't uh, go without trying to do this song. So, uh, so you pray for us.
4: I soon found that sorrow and heartache and trouble still lingered though I was walking with you. I discovered what a comfort you are in those hard times. Now my faith is tested and true. So as I enter Familiar Valley. I'll- Without your help, Lord Could I borrow the strength in my sorrow If my strength wasn't coming from you So Lord, I'll keep trusting Cause I know you'll need us yeah right. right.
0: started before the revival,
7: Brother Israel preached about your foundation. And then since I've been coming, you ought to get clean. I am clean. I've been on the road for 50-some years. Then I keep hearing Terry too with Israel say, are you where you're supposed to be? Are you keeping your family from getting saved? I don't want to be that. My green babies have been saved. They've been baptized. But I don't want nothing to do with them not coming to church. It would be a lot better if my husband did. Sometimes I feel all alone. Sometimes I feel like God don't hear my prayers. But I know that's Satan. So you guys pray for me.
0: Amen. Thank the Lord for you. I appreciate that. Thank the Lord. Everybody ought to obey the Lord. I appreciate the way she moved tonight. Appreciate it.
7: Every since I come in this church tonight, I said, God, if you want me to go to the altar, give me some signs.
0: Yeah.
7: First thing he said something about the mountain.
1: Huh.
7: And and then they sang, just who will talk with Jesus when the cloud down Yeah. You know,
1: everything
7: just come together. And I said, God, do you want me to go? Yeah. And I said, let Linda sing a song. And I said, Dad, God, she didn't get up there and do it.
8: Uh-huh.
7: So, and then Brother Art, what
0: well, he sang. And then this song. Everything pointed to me. That's good. So I just. I, Amen. We thank the Lord for you. I'm glad you followed the Lord. I'm going to turn over to Brother Israel. I appreciate the Lord.
3: <clears throat> he said he didn't want to get in front of me. You know, I, I don't make the schedule there, and bring the itinerary in and say this is how we're going to do it. Uh, I just come as anybody just follow Him, because I found the following Him. It's the best thing you'll ever do. Amen. I appreciate the sister. And tonight, the Lord's laid the thought on my heart, and and I'll be all right, Terry. If any nights you want to preach, I, I just want you to know that well, I can listen, uh, be honored to. Uh, I thought about this: being receptive to the Word. Being receptive means to receive it without hesitation or without. Uh, any dilemmas but being receptive to it. And then the, Andrew gets up and reads, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Amen. And he talks about the oaks that weren't ashamed of the gospel. Yeah, and I thought, Lord, you know what you're doing. I'd never be able to put things together. But he, And then people say they ain't a God. They ain't been to the church. Ain't they ain't. They ain't been saved, I can tell you that. Because I'm watching moving all over the place. And tonight we're going to be in the book of Joshua again. Book of Joshua. We're going to read in the second chapter. Uh, Cooper, I got word with you preached on the same thing same night. Hey Amen. What about that? Uh, uh, that's because there's a God, brother. Amen. They needed it down there and we needed it up here. I, I appreciate the Lord. He moves everywhere, Chris. I don't know how many people are standing in a pulpit or preachers to preach the gospel tonight all over the world. I have no idea, but I'm sure I'm not the only one. Amen. And I'm sure somebody else is preaching his word somewhere. Amen. But the word won't do nothing if you won't receive it. Can I say this? If you're lost, if you're not receptive to the word, you'll... You'll never be saved. I'm probably one of the most hard-headed men there is when it comes to trying to follow instructions on something. I'll throw them to the side. I get frustrated at them. And I'll throw them to the side, and I'll tell Amy, just let me look at the picture, and I'll try to put it together, and then I'll have a 100 parts Donnie left over. And my sweet wife, she'll say, what's all them for? I said, I don't know. She said, you reckon we ought to follow the instructions? She said, I'll tell you what to do. She said, I know you're going to get frustrated. She said, how about you take it apart, and I'll sit with you, and I'll help you with these instructions, and we'll, we'll start over again. You better pray for your wife, boys. I appreciate that Andrew I might appreciate your wife uh, Amen Mine's done that many a time for me To be able to go to the house of God Just made things happen for me And I appreciate her uh, Somebody posted They had the best wife in the world uh, I'd have to argue with them and, uh, we, We'd probably argue and I, I probably wouldn't win with you And you probably wouldn't win with me Ain't that right man? Let me say this tonight. You have to be receptive to the Word. If Amy said, I will give you these instructions, Blaine," but I said, I don't want them, it would have probably fell apart in a few days. Can I tell you your life's falling apart because you're not receptive to the Word? God wants to help you, but you won't listen. Have you ever been there? Anybody ever? you ever been there? Uh, your life's in a mess you can't get it together and the only thing you gotta do is stop and listen to the Lord amen. he's trying to help you amen hey man, there's a little woman I'm glad there's a little woman down here in Jericho who's receptive to what she's heard amen hey man. turn with us if you will we'll read <clears throat> In the eighth verse, it says, "And before they were laid down, she came up unto them, upon the roof, and she said unto the men, I know that the Lord hath given thee, given you the land, and that your uh, terror is fallen upon us, and that all uh, the inhabitants of the land faint because of you. For we listen." For we have heard how the Lord dried up the waters, uh, dried up the water of the Red Sea for you, and when you came out of Egypt, <clears throat> and what ye did unto the two kings of uh, the Amorites, and that were uh, on the other side of Jordan, Shan and Og, whom ye utterly destroyed. And as soon as we had heard these things, listen, and as soon as we heard these things, our hearts did melt. Neither did we, there remain any more courage in any man because of you. For the Lord your God, He is God. In heaven above and in the earth beneath, and that's what we felt like reading. I desire your prayers tonight. Uh, we we want to get down here to where God's at tonight, uh, uh, and I, I need your help. So y'all pray. My <clears throat> my natural throat's been in a mess today. It seemed like I, uh, it's been uh, all to pieces. But I believe God will help me tonight if I just let Him. Uh, I feel my best when I'm here. I'll just be honest with you. I wait all day just to get here. Yeah. Amen. I'm not excited about my work. I'm not excited about anything. I'm excited to be here tonight. I don't know about you, but that's where I'm at right now. Amen. And all day, the time just slowly ticks by, and I, I get—we re- were ready for church at 5:30. Everybody in my whole hotel room was ready for church at 5:30. We're six minutes down the road, just so you know. 5:30 uh, we're all dressed and ready and excited uh, to be at God's house and uh, I'm glad for that ain't you uh, now listen I'm glad for the excitement I feel around Lima I was uh, talking to the brother and I, I I'll get to preaching in a minute I won't follow my heart I got to the brother and I said I'm glad people have showed up this week yeah amen. Amen. It'd be funny if me and Terry was the only ones here. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm glad folks have showed up. Uh, but most of all, I'm sure glad the Lord showed up. Amen. Ain't you? Amen. He's been here every night. So uh, let's get to the message. Y'all pray. Amen. So here uh, we find a little woman That uh, the Bible says is a harlot And her name's uh, Rahab And she's down here in the land of Jericho And, and now uh, uh, God's brought his children out I just preached on it the other day And uh, he's brought them out of the land of Egypt Across Jordan And now, uh, now he's given them the inhabitants of the land And, uh, and you don't think word don't travel fast Amen uh, Folks have done heard about what God's doing uh, uh, With these people uh, And she said now, meal when we heard about you, as soon as we heard about you, our hearts did melt within us. She's not just, she's a spokesperson, would you say, for a group of people tonight. She says we several times. And so now, she said we heard about all that God's done for you, how He dried up the waters, how He gave you these cities, how you utterly destroyed them. We've heard about her, uh, and we know uh, uh, that this land is yours. Uh, amen. She's already surrendered, ain't she? Uh, we already know uh, uh, that this land is yours, uh, and God's going to give it to you, uh, and ain't nobody here going to stop him. Uh, amen. Uh, boys, i want to tell you something tonight. Uh, I'm glad little Rahab uh, was receptive to what she heard. Uh, amen. Uh, can I tell you when you close your eyes in death and you open them in hell you'll not be able to be receptive to the word anymore you won't be able to change your circumstance you won't be able to change anything amen you can go on all you want to but the preachers have preached and preached and preached and told you about a man named Jesus told you how to escape gave you glorious instructions uh, about how to get out uh, of eternity Uh, and you've just turned it away uh, time and time again. Uh, Would not Rahab uh, be in a bad shape uh, if she joined the rest of Jericho? Uh, uh, Yes sir. Uh, We'll get there in a minute. Uh, Amen. So these spies uh, they come into the city uh, and they're spying it out uh, and they're looking things over Uh, and the king even comes to Rahab uh, and says give these men up. Amen. And Rahab goes to the roof and waits on them. And she told the men, she said, they fled that way. And they got everybody chasing. A wild goose chase. And took the men and told them how to get out of the city. Amen. Boy, she protected them. Because she said, as soon as we heard what God was doing, we knew he's the God of heaven. How many more times do you got to hear about him before you'll believe about him? Because I going to tell you how many more times I'll preach about him. As long as I got breath, I'll preach about him. As long as I'm alive, I'll talk about him. As long as I'm around, I'll tell people about him whether they want to hear about him or not. Hey, Amen. Can I say this? Because my heart's here whether you believe in Him or not does not change the fact that He's real. Amen. Amen. Your simple disbelief does not dethrone the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Amen. Whether you will believe that He is the God of heaven and that He died and rose again, whether you will believe that or not will not change the fact that He's still God. The only thing that changes is your destiny. Amen. 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 Rahab, she hid them away. Now listen. She tells them, now boys, I want you to make me a promise. We know who your God is. We know he's the right one. He's the God of heaven. He's God of beneath the earth. She covered everything, didn't she? She See, he's the God of everything. He's the Lord of lords. He's the King of kings. In other words, he is the one that can help us, and I need to follow him and not everybody else. Would you make me a promise when you come in to destroy this city because God's going to give it to you? I know he is. Would you remember me? Here's the thing. She just had a shot, didn't she? She said, I don't know. They they may decide to destroy me anyway. Amen. Uh, somebody said there wasn't no mercy in the old town. I'm seeing some mercy, ain't you? Amen. I'm seeing somebody who's part of Jericho who said, now look, I surrender. I, I don't want to be one of them. I want to go with you. And God says, okay. Amen. Amen. Here she is. She says, Not only me, but will you save everybody in my house? Now, Blaine, I don't know how big her house was, but I believe she got everybody she could to get in that house. And I believe maybe some of them were receptive to the word amen, and said, you know what, Rahab, I believe you. I, I believe you. I'm going to go with you. Can I get in your house? And maybe some of them knocked on the door and said, Rahab, you got any room in there? I need to get in. I, I've heard about what God's doing. Hey, can I tell you, there's plenty of room at God's house. It ain't never ran out of room. You ain't got to worry. Let me answer that question for you. You can still get in. Boy, Rahab we heard you made a deal with them we heard they going to save you how can we get in with you hey there's plenty of room in God's church hey, amen uh, boys I want to tell you something right now uh, hey, amen God loves you despite if you love him or not uh, hey, amen you know why I love the Lord because he first loved me and while I was yet a sinner Christ died for me and while I was yet ungodly, God died for me. While I was yet unfit, unlovable, God loved me. Preacher, you wasn't that bad. I was the worst of sinners. Show me in the Bible where one's worse than the other. This is Rahab the harlot. Youngin's, if you don't know what the word "hearted" is, ask somebody. It ain't nice. And if you ain't old enough to understand what the word "hearted" is, don't worry about it. But I tell you, it ain't a good title you'd want to have. Rahab the hearted. Here she is making a deal for her life. Good thing is she ain't just making a deal for her life. She's making a deal for everybody that she knows, yeah, loves, and anybody that'll come in. Now, Linda, I, I like to think that everybody she loved got in there, but I don't think they did. I hate to say that. I ain't trying to be a downer, but I'm going to say some folks probably didn't believe her. And they looked around. Let me tell you a little bit about Jericho. It was a walled city, had great walls. They were houses within those walls. They, this was a big city. The men walked the top of these walls. Huh, amen. Could guard the city. They were in a good spot. Huh, uh, their kingdom was in a good place. And nobody could penetrate the walls of Jericho. Amen. amen. Some folks probably looked at it and said, why in the world do we got to be afraid? Why? Why? Matter of fact, the king of Jericho, we know, did because he said, give me them spies, I'll kill them. Yeah. More than likely, would have sent a message back to Joshua is what he would have done. In those days, he'd have held one hostage and sent one back. And a message probably would have been something like this. Bring all you got. You'll never be able to get in our city because he was Confident. Pride goeth before destruction, don't it? I tell you what I'm only confident in, that's the Lord. Amen. I'm not confident in my ability to do anything, but I'm confident that I am, amen, belong to the Lord of lords and the King of kings, and He can do anything. Here she is. Oh, can you believe that? Donnie a little harlot made the book. Yeah, man. yeah I'm, I ain't done with her yet, y'all pray. Yeah. Boy, her story even gets better, That's don't
0: right. man. Amen. Yeah, sir.
3: Amen. So here they are. They're gonna destroy the city. They told her she'd hang a little scarlet thread out of your window and when we see it you'll be spared ain't you glad for the blood (laughs) when you see it you'll be spared oh boy preacher you're going to die when that's the biggest lie anybody ever told you amen I'm going to let this body fall one day but I promise you I've got life eternal with the king of kings and the lord of lords and I ain't got a thing to worry about death hath no power over me because by his resurrection he made me to live forever Absolutely. hallelujah rahab when we see the thread you'll be spared here they come oh god help me here they come terry here comes the children's vigil down there yeah, my god. now joshua gives them strict orders will come past the city. Now boys, I hope you don't imagine the city to be small. Uh, amen. Because if you're picturing it to be small, you're not picturing it correct. This was a great city. Remember the man that brought back the report? There's walled cities over there. Amen. Great cities. We'll never be able to take them. Amen. Big, but not too big for God. Preacher, sure it seems like he's a wall up in front of me. Ain't too big for God. Ain't ain't you glad there ain't nothing too big for God? Now Joshua looks at his men. He said, "Now we're going to compass the city six days. You don't open your mouth. Hey Amen. Don't you open your mouth." Not a word. People up on top of Jericho walls, look at them down there. What do they think they're going to do? Look at us up here. We're in the best position we could ever be in. We could take them out right now, we could kill them right now. But they don't, because they can't. He said, now, we're going to come past the city the last day on seven times. But don't you open your mouth till you hear the trumpets. Not a word. He said, but when you hear the trumpet sound, let out a shout. Can I say this? There was a shout outside the walls, but I believe there was a shout on the inside. Yeah. Amen. Here they go. They begin to compass about the city. Amen. Six times. I'm telling you. This ain't no little place. They ain't just making some little laugh around the track. They ain't talking a laugh around the city here. Amen. Hundreds of thousands of men, God's men, amen, walking around the city. Amen. All of a sudden, they let out the trumpets. And the shout of the Lord begins to say, I believe inside Rahab's house, about the time the shout happened, I believe she began to shout. Amen. Because she knew she was in the safety of the Lord. Amen. And that her house would be spared. Amen. That's something to shout about tonight. That's something to glorify God about. That's something to tell people about. When destruction comes, I'm saved. And they let out a shout, and the walls fell flat. Hey, I'm in construction. If you tore this building down, there'd be a pile of rubble that you'd have to get across. You hear me? That's natural. If whatever, however, we tried to tear a building down, they would be a pile to get over. Not Jericho. They fell flat. What's that mean? Nothing was in their way. Can I tell you, whatever the devil's told you is a lie. And it ought to fall flat tonight. And it will fall flat if you'll just believe and be receptive to the Word of God. Amen. He'll get it completely out of your way. Amen. Boy, I didn't know I was going to use this. We'll get back to Rahab in a minute. At church one time, one of my young people had something burning on his heart. Brother Cameron did. And he took and he blindfolded the kid. And we set chairs down the hall into and all down through there and I would be up here giving him instructions on how to get to the altar and there would be folks whispering in his ear trying to give him false directions and so they would try to talk over me so I couldn't be heard amen so we did that a couple of times to show folks that you gotta listen to the right voice amen so listen the last time we did it Don, it's beautiful we took every chair out of the way. There was nothing in the hall at all. Nothing to stop him. Nothing to trip over. Nothing. And I would keep hollering, There's nothing in your way. Just keep coming. And they would tell him, He's lying to you. There's a chair there. And he said, No. He got to the oh, hall. He took off his mouth. Looked back and he said, There wasn't nothing there. There's nothing stopping you from being saved tonight. fell flat they go into the city now Blaine here's a number I don't know and if anybody's got one they can tell me I don't know how many people was in Rahab's house I don't but I do know every one of them that was in there was spared alive and you know what happened to the city it was utterly destroyed You know what'll happen if you'll let God get things out of your life, he'll utterly destroy them. And my boy, it's been good for the lost. Let me talk to you just for a minute. You saved folks. Need to quit driving in a walled city. Man, got yourself all built in. Got your own ideals about how church ought to be. Got your own ideals about living right. You got your own ideals. About, that's ideology, just so you know. you got your own ideals huh, about how you ought to live your life. And God's been telling you and telling you and telling you, come out from them ideals and get in the way. I've got a way for you. Yeah. He will remove that, yeah. utterly destroy it, and give you freedom from yeah. it tonight. Yeah, that's true. My my he ever freed you from something after you've been saved? Amen. Can I talk for a minute? When I was young, Eric, I go to church, and I thought that you had to have three songs, (laughs) take up prayer requests, have special singing, preach, and go home. And if I went to a church plane that did not start that exact same way, I get bent out of shape. Not you, preacher. Yeah, it was my ideal of what church was supposed to be. But we holler about following the Lord. I mean, just follow the Lord, as long as it don't get in the way of my three songs, altar prayer. Preacher, why are you telling us that? Because I'm telling you the devil will put things in you and God needs to remove them from you. Your ideal of having church ain't always God's ideal of church. God's ideal of church is the Spirit of God having His free course. Amen? Where a guy says, hey... I don't mean to interrupt you, preacher, but I've got a song I need to sing yeah. where a guy says, Hey, I don't, I, I'm sorry. He apologized to me four or five times. I've I done accepted his apology because God moved and what he wanted to do. Yeah. Right. Right. Having church isn't about what you think it is, it's about what God wants tonight. Yeah. I got out of that real quick, Bill. Right? I did. Thank God for it, Terry. I. I went into church a few times and they started preaching before they ever started singing. I started shouting and I said, okay, I'm wrong. God, clearly, it was just my ideal of what I thought church ought to be. Preacher, you ought not tell on yourself. Boys, I ought to too because I want you to know how human I am. I've been where you're at. If you're here and lost ain't a preacher ever preached to you that wasn't lost at one time. If you're here and you're lost, everybody that's been born again has been right where you're at. You ain't going to get saved unless you're lost. Amen. Conviction's got to come to your heart before you never get saved. One of the brothers was talking. I don't think he's here tonight. During that communion, your daddy said the first time when they asked him if he was going to eat, he said, I'm lost. I can't. come out of his mouth. He admitted his condition. I'm going to tell you something tonight. If you'll admit where you're at with God, God can help you. Rahab said, I'm in the heart of the city. They don't believe in you, but I do. I know what you can do. I believe in you, I don't care what these folks say. I don't care what anybody says. I know that you can help me. Yes. They come in, walks all flat, sinners, utterly destroyed. Guess who goes with them, Terry? Yeah, Rahab does. Guess what? Rahab the harlot's not remembered as Rahab the harlot anymore. That's the last time it's mentioned. Go over to the book of Matthew. Amen. In genealogy of Christ. Find out who Boaz's mom is. Amen. God brought her out. Hey, you know what he done? He brought her so far out of her condition and put her in the bloodline of Christ. Boy, that ought to get you excited tonight. He brought her out of being Rahab the harlot and made her Rahab Boaz's mom. Who's Boaz, preacher? Well, I'm glad you ask. Yeah, Boaz is a good man. Hey man, a some folks down there in the Book of Ruth. Found themselves down in the land called Moab. Can I tell you about the Moabites? These ungodly, filthy people conceived in the cave of Lot when his daughters deceived him and they had nothing to do with the Lord. That's who they were. Filthy people. Amen. As a little woman and her husband find themselves, I'm going to try to be brief and I'm going to follow the Lord. Little woman and her husband find herself down there in the land of Moab. Amen. Her name's Naomi, just so you know. Amen. Uh, she's got a husband in Limelech and, and they're down there and they got two sons and, and these sons take of them Moabites uh, to be their wives y'all know the story amen uh, so listen uh, get down there this is Boaz uh, down here uh, the one I'm preaching about uh, well uh, they get hey, hey, the Bible said in the first chapter uh, that they heard there was bread to eat uh, in the land uh, boy where she came from uh, and she got up what did she first do she heard about what God was doing boy don't you love it ain't nobody in the Bible ever moved without hearing what God was doing she gets up she's leaving the city she looks at her daughter-in-laws her sons are dead she looks at her daughter-in-laws she said I've got no more sons in my womb go back and tell your mom and dad kiss me and leave well, one of them did. It's this little girl that I love dearly and love preaching about. Ruth says, Entreat me not to leave thee or to return from, 1st chapter 16, verse, Return from falling after thee. For whether thou goest, I will go. Whether thou lodgest, I will lodge thy people shall be my people and thy God shall be my God. And listen, the next verse says this, and where they are diced, I will die. And there I will be buried. Amen. She saw something in Naomi's life that said, I want to go back to your people. I want to go back to the land. You've talked to me. You've talked me about your God. You've talked about His goodness. You've talked about the bread. You've talked about how great He is. I'm going wherever you go because it's got to be good. Gets down there and this is, fellow named Boaz. Can I remind you, it's Rahab's son. Yeah. Rahab who? Yeah. Rahab who used to be the harlot. Can I word it like that? Yeah. Used to be the harlot. Yeah. I preached this a while back. Eric, there. Man, don't let sin define you. Yeah. Let God refine you. Amen. She's no longer Rahab the harlot anymore. Now she's Boaz's mom. Boaz is a ruler in the land. You believe that? Come right up out of the loins of a harlot, and now he's a ruler in the land. God's good, ain't he? He took a nobody and made him somebody. Here he is, he looks down there. Ruth goes out and she's gleaning in his field. Gleaning in his field. He asked some folks, he said, Who is this? They said, it's Ruth the Mobitus. Yeah. See, sin defined her, didn't it? He? She's she's from Moab. Yeah. Pretty much, Terry, in other words, that's Ruth the trash. Yeah. That's Ruth the Moabitess. Yeah, he said, I'll tell you what you do. He said, You leave her a little you leave her a handful of purpose. She gets back to Naomi, don't she? Yeah. She's got all kinds of food. Yes, yes, Naomi says, where did you get that at? said, I was gleaning over in a field. Yeah. Hey, man, you know what he come to the reapers and said? Hey, man, you leave her some. You make sure she's got plenty. And she went home with more than any other person who ever gleaned in a field. Well, can I tell you what gleaners were? You had harvesters, then you had reapers. Amen. And in the law and under the law, when a harvester came through, he couldn't back up. Amen. he came come through and got what was there. The reapers come behind him and got what was left. They couldn't back up. And then it was free for the poor folks Amen. Those who didn't have anything could come in the field and get the scraps that were left. Ain't you glad God don't give us scraps? Amen. He said, don't just give her. Give her a handful of purpose. When she went back to Naomi, she didn't look like no gleaner. She looked like a harvester. Where'd you get all that at? Well, over there in that man's field. That's, I believe his name's Boaz. Hold it. Hold everything. He's a near kinsman. i tell you what you do. She said, the harvest is coming. They're going to have a feast. I said, i tell you what to do. Go in his chambers and wait on him. He said, now you lay at his feet until he gives you instructions. See, there's that word again. I'm putting it in my words, direction, instructions, whatever you want to call it. He comes in, puts his feet down in the bed. Got a little maiden laying there. Amen. He said, who is it? She said, it's Ruth, thy servant. <laughs> yeah. Ruth, thy servant. He said, i tell you what to do. Glean in my field and don't glean in another. He said, I want you. I want you. Hey man, but i got one nearer than I and I've got to go talk to him. Hey man, i got one nearer than I but you give me a minute. I'll talk to him and he got his brother outside of the city and had a conversation with him. Hey man, he said, I don't worry, He said, but I do. Amen. It's called the kinsman redeemer, right? That whole story is. Amen. Can I tell you at the end of the story, amen. Preacher, you went a long ways to get here. Amen. I appreciate the Lord. At the end of the story, in the first chapter of the book of Ruth, she's Ruth the Moabitess. In the fourth chapter of the book of Ruth, just four chapters. Amen. Read the whole book a thousand times. Amen. Listen. Just four of them. In the fourth chapter, she's no longer Ruth the Moabitess. She's Ruth Boaz's wife. Amen. No longer was she a Moabitess. No longer was she defined by where she came from. Now she's defined by the redemption that she received. They got married. Can I tell you somebody else that made the book of Matthew? Her name's Ruth. She begat Obadad. Yep. Obad begat Jesse. And Jesse had a son named David. And from the seed of David came our Savior. Preacher, you don't know I'm nobody. Well, I'm nobody too. But I know somebody, I know the person. That Rahab knowed. I know the one Ruth met. You know why? Because I've been gleaning in his field ever since he saved me. And you know what's happened? I've always liked to be like a harvester. Always got more than I deserved. Amen. That's what Naomi said, wasn't it? Lord, gleaning just meant you went out there and got enough. They would only get enough to do them for the day but not her. She came back with a whole lot. She said, boy, what field you been in? I want to ask you a couple questions tonight. One, are you going to be receptive to the word? And two, what field you been in? If you're taking scraps home, you ain't been in the right field. Richard, what are you talking about? If you're only getting scraps, you ain't, I'm telling you, they sing a song and I ain't a big fan of it. Y'all sing it, I, I promise I'm not trying to offend nobody. It says, feed your children, but give me the crumbs from the table. Y'all ever heard it? I ain't never had to eat the crumbs from the table. I could eat at the table. If you're eating crumbs, that's cause you ain't in a place to sit at the table. If you want to eat, you can. Look what God's doing. Get on. Look what God's doing. preacher What's he doing? He's tore people's walls down. He's helped people to get back to where they need to get. He's helped folks move closer, get more on fire. He's saved people. He's let folks that know that they they weren't sure if they were saved or not, He gave them the assurance they needed. What do you mean? He's on the move. Well, I'll just move. preacher? you don't know what I'm dealing with. I don't. I don't. I really don't. I mean, when somebody tells me to pray for them, I just pray for them. I don't, I don't need to know their circumstances. You ain't got to come up here and tell me or Terry all the problems you've had in your life. They sung that beautiful song. Boy, I thought, let me say this real quick. When I got back in church and started preaching, you can ask Amy, she'll verify it. I thought everything was just going to be blessings. I I did. I, I probably told Terry this story. I did. I don't know why I feel like telling this story. But I do. I thought everything was going to be blessings, Chris. I wasn't going to have any problems. I've I've surrendered to the call. Everything's going to be fine. I woke up one Sunday morning, one Saturday morning, walked outside, and they repoed my car. Gone. Lord, what am I going to do now? Well, first thing he said, "Yeah, I paid the bill." re my car and probably the reason I didn't pay it is because I probably didn't have the money to just being honest I come and got it Sunday was coming so I hit my knees Lord what am I going to do now you know what the Lord said I guess you'll walk <laughs> had one little baby at the time Blaine. Me and Amy got up on Sunday morning. We put her church clothes on Linda. God done showed me that he was gonna be God in the good times, and he was gonna be God in the bad times. Amen. And my job wasn't to worry about what was good or bad, but it was just to praise him. Amen. We was on our way to church, done probably I guess about three miles, maybe from the house, and people would stop and say, Hey, do you wanna ride? Amy'd say, nope. We're going to walk this morning. We continue. Somebody else will swing in and say, you want to ride? She said, nope. We're going to walk this morning. Amen. Ain't it worth walking for? Amen. Preacher, what happened? He blessed me more than I could ever count. Just because I faced a battle don't mean that he quit being God. Just because I faced some hard times don't mean that I ought to quit on him. Amen. Just cause troubles rose in your life don't mean there's a stopping place. You know what that means? It means get geared up and fight even harder. Because he was worth the walk. We went to church that morning, had a great time, and somebody gave us a ride back home. To That's great, buddy. Amen. But Amy said, we're going to walk there. <laughs> we're going to walk every step, Lord. I, he's worth the walk tonight. I, I don't know why God wants me to share that. But he's worth the walk. He's worth every valley I've ever been through. Every bit of trouble that's ever happened, he's worth every minute of it. Man, we got to see some folks get some help around here. Preacher, you mean he wants to help me? I don't know what you're going through, but why don't you be like Rahab and hear what he is? Won't you be like Rahab and hear who he is, Amen? And I tell you better yet, won't you be like Rahab and follow him? Why, preacher? Because ain't he worth following? I just preached it earlier. He looks at his disciples and said, "Will you leave me also?" Peter says, "Where would we go?" I tell you, I don't got an option. I don't got to quit in place. There there ain't no option whether I'm going to do what God wants me to or not. I I don't know about anybody. I understand I have a choice. I I know that. Don't get me wrong. But to me, the choice is clear. To me, there ain't no other option but to live for Him. Why? Because He died for me. Would you come tonight as we stand? Would you come? I believe somebody needs to pray. I believe somebody needs to follow the Lord tonight. He's worth it. Preacher, if you only knew what I I was going through.
8: I was clothed
3: in the rags
8: of my sin. Come on. Blessed and poor lost and lonely within but with one on. compassion the king of all kings in pity and love well, if you and ask took me, me under an easy choice his tonight dreams, Oh yes yeah. I'm a child of the King, His royal blood now flows through my veins, and I, who was wretched and poor, now can say, praise God, praise God, I'm a child of the child. I've got a heavenly home. Oh. My royal father, he has made me his own. i oh, it's washed time. in his blood and I'm
0: out of the King. Amen. Alright, we appreciate the gospel. I believe God's calling somebody. Let me just say a few words and we'll ask for another song. God gives everyone instructions. He tells us what to do and when to do it. And uh, that was a lot about what Brother Israel's just been preaching. Let me just touch... Uh, something he preached about uh, Ruth when she was down on the land of Moab and Naomi was going home and Ruth had such a picture that she wanted to go to the land uh, where Naomi was going and she wanted to have the God that Naomi had now, I want, to, I want to just give you this picture do you think that Ruth could have told how it was going to be or how good it was going to be before she got there? No. absolutely not let me compare it to me when I was lost. I saw something in the church that I needed. I saw something in mom and dad that I needed. I, I saw something in my friends that had just gotten saved that I needed. And, and I would ponder on it. And I would try to imagine it and I'd ask questions. Nobody could explain it to me. But when I would feel that need to come, I knew there was something there I needed. I, I had a lot of questions. I still had a lot of questions when I stepped out from where I was at in the church house and when I came down and nailed it in all the repentance. I had a lot of questions. But when I finally came to the point by faith to trust Jesus as the Savior of my soul, God answered all the questions that needed answered. And I, I learned for myself what it was about. If Ruth wouldn't have gone with Naomi, she'd have never known what it was like. She'd have never known what it was like to be there. If you're here tonight, there might be some questions that you have, like I did. I suppose everybody does. I don't know. But if you're here tonight, regardless of what questions you've got, God's got the answer for you, and God's got instructions for you. Follow him one step at a time. If God's wanting you to come to all come, whatever your case. If you lost, you need to come get saved. If you're saved and not where you need to be living for the Lord, come and get in. While we sing this next song, I'd like to plead with you to take that step of faith, and it's up to you, and God will give you the faith, but you need to exercise it. You need to put it into action. You need to come. Nobody can come in your place. You've gotta come for yourself. Please obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord. Would you come right now? Somebody needs to come, I'm sure. Please come. If God's calling you, please come. You can have what the rest of God's people's got. He's offered it to you. Jesus died for you. Just take a step and come on. Amen. amen nothing but the blood of Jesus A amen amen please come. Now, boy, I love that song, Nothing But the Blood of Jesus, and that's the way it is. That's true. Good to be here tonight. I appreciate this service and the preaching and the singing. I appreciate everybody cheering We've got another great crowd. Thank the Lord for everybody that's come. I appreciate Lima Church that's been faithful. Uh, come, been in this meeting. I appreciate our visitors. So many visitors come. We've got a lot tonight, and we thank the Lord for you. I'm glad to have you anything else before we come to a close tonight once again pray and pray and pray for service tomorrow night and uh, keep inviting people and uh, keep coming uh, if you're able to come keep coming if you're saved or lost whichever keep coming and have try to get somebody to come with you and uh, we're just glad to be here and just thank the lord now once again, we've got uh, food in the uh, fellowship area, and everybody's welcome. Feel free to go out there with us and, and uh, eat <coughs> you some and fellowship and visit. Uh, just such good fellowship. We've been having a good time doing that, and uh, we just, just appreciate that so much. So now, as we've been doing, uh, we don't have a prayer of dismissal. We don't feel like dismissing revival, but we have been having a prayer uh, asking God to uh, bless the food and uh, tell him we appreciate that. And uh, so we're going to do that again tonight. And uh, I feel like asking my preaching brother, brother, uh, Chris, if he'd pray tonight.
4: Father, we ask that you bless the food, Father, and the fellowship it's going to be, Father. Father, we ask for the service tomorrow, Father, for you to be here in a real way, Father. And, Father, we pray that if somebody is lost here tonight, Father, that that it's not too late, Father, that they be saved before they leave here. And, Father, we pray for somebody to be saved tomorrow, Father.
1: Go with us now,
4: Father. Amen.